Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. You're watching I Allegedly. And uh, I've got a good one for you today because I'm out at Central Park. It's a beautiful morning, but uh, I want to talk to you how banks are not your friends. And uh, man, oh man, are we seeing this right now. And there's a ton of stuff to cover. Uh, please, as always, like the video, subscribe to the channel. And today we have a sponsor, Ageless Multicollagen. But let's get right into it. I have had so many people write me lately about problems with their financial institutions. And Dan, what are we going to do? The biggest problem that I've had lately, think about this one. I cannot log into my bank or my credit union without agreeing to the terms of the account. And one person, I just want to know my balance. So she calls the credit union. Okay. And it was in Tennessee. And she says, hey, I just want to know my balance. Have you agreed to the local terms and conditions uh, for online banking? She's like, what does that have to do with me verifying myself? And by the way, they asked her a myriad of questions. Your email, your mother's maiden name, last four digits of your social. Do you have your debit card with you? You know, things like that. And then they wouldn't tell her the balance until she agreed to those terms. So, again, the terms are changing, guys. The terms are getting worse. This brought up something interesting. Last week, I had a subscriber, Christine, who wrote me about how she travels to and from Mexico and has a place in Mexico also and has to have her life in two different spots and uh, could not get her Citibank debit card. So this has escalated to a man named Philip Cato out of the UK who was uh, in the UK for over 30 years. Originally born and raised in Jamaica and then moved to the UK. That's great. So Philip goes out and decides, hey, listen, I'm going to go back home to Jamaica and take my pension and go retire there and take care of my ailing parents. So him and his wife pack up and go to Jamaica and uh, tries to transfer his pension to a Jamaican bank. Like, no. Uh, by the way, if you are outside the country, outside the UK, uh, you have to agree to these terms. Uh, and you have six months to make a change. So because he had moved, he did not get the notification from the bank for 90 days. So it made the window very small. Now, this guy's 92 years old. So, you know, his pension is his life. His pension is all the money he has. In the UK, he's got health care. He's got everything set up, but he wanted to go take care of his family. Now, this guy's got older relatives. He's 92. So that, that, that floored me in its sense there. But him and his wife moved to the UK and his wife is upset and there's been, you know, basically 3,000 pounds that have been uh, withheld from this guy and that's all his retirement money. So NatWest Bank goes out and they're like, listen, we're going to limit the number of bank accounts outside of our country. That's our prerogative to do that. Oh, okay. Well, wouldn't you make it easier for somebody that's not doing anything nefarious? It's nothing political. It's not that, you know, uh, Mr. Cato was doing anything you know, wrong in any way, shape, or form. He's just a retired guy who had, you know, given 30 years of his life to the UK. This is happening here, guys, as well. So what we're seeing is more bank accounts closed, and we're seeing no reason given for this. But if you don't agree to our terms and conditions, you're shut off right now. Now, Mr. Cato ended up having to hire a family friend, an attorney, to go out. And as of the writing of the story from two days ago, that was just sent to me. It still hadn't been resolved yet successfully. So this poor guy 
is without all this money. So this is the nature preserve over here at the park. Finally got it open again. It's kind of nice. Nice place to walk. But this is just the beginning of this, guys, when it comes to banking with this. Because the banks are not our friends. And Mr. Cato is a perfect example of this. And I am telling you, I have people ask me lately about two things. They ask me about, you know, uh, the relationship with banks. And they ask me about the college and stuff all the time. Okay? So, which I'll talk to you guys about a little bit later. But the point is, is that right now, guys, you have to have multiple banks right now. And not that this guy was running a business, but you have to have plans on in case they shut your bank down. I had a relative come to me in the last couple of days and say, what happens if I get shut down? I go, you're done. Let's talk about our sponsor, Ageless Multicollagen. You know, I have been taking this product for over three months now, and it is absolutely amazing. Collagen is something that's absolutely essential for us to maintain good hair health, skin health, nail health. But I was amazed when I learned that in our 20s, we have a ton of collagen. The older we get, like in our 50s, we have 20% of the collagen in our bodies and you need to take a supplement like this. But for me, it's made a huge difference. It has helped me with my hair health, nail health, especially my joint pain. I'm running every day again and it has just made all the difference in the world. If you go to healthwithdan.com, you can save 51%. This is from the good people at BioTrust. They have shipped over 15 million products for people, but they're absolutely amazing. And I've had so many people walk up to me lately and they're saying, hey, how's that, how's that collagen? Is that something I should get? And I tell them the same thing. It's made such a huge difference for me. But you guys should get this. Take a look at this. It's incredibly inexpensive, but it is five different types of collagen from four premium sources. And it's absolutely amazing. BioTrust is a fantastic company. But look at healthwithdan.com and see how you can save 51% off their regular price. Again, guys, I've taken this for three months now. I will never stop taking it. I had a great question asked of me lately, and that is, the most irresponsible person in your life, would you lend them money? Uh, no, of course not. Okay. One thing that's fascinating is that we all have people in our lives that are just bad risks. They don't keep their word. They don't follow through. Oh, this is my new opportunity. I'm going to get rich. And then they fall short on everything they do. Their personal relationships, their relationships to family, friendships, everything. And they may, you know, do bad things, drinking or other things that they shouldn't be doing. Okay. Well, banks right now, do something that's called fractional lending. Fractional banking is something that is, you put your money in the bank and you sit there and you think, okay, my deposit is there. It's not there, okay? Basically, based on the size of a bank, they have to maintain a certain percentage in their coffers to protect themselves. That percentage has gone down an absolute ton. It's at the lowest level since the Great Depression, okay? Now, just going to give you some round figures. It used to be that you had to maintain 30%. Oh, gosh, even that seems kind of low, Dan. Well, how about this? If you had assets over that were uh, just under $15 million with your bank, you had to maintain basically 
3% of the banking. Okay, well, gosh, that's, that's ridiculous, okay? When the amount went to as high as $100 million, there were different categories that you had to get to and maintain. Now, think about this. Because of the health crisis, basically they got rid of all that in 2020. So they don't have to maintain these percentages right now. And again, would you lend money to somebody like that that's irresponsible? So that's what we're doing with these banks right now. And again, they're not our friends. They can cut us off at a moment's notice. They can say you can't see your, your balance until you agree to these terms. You know, Don, Jessica, Erica, Tammy, all these people sent me this from different banks. I could bore you with it and have them pop up. But it's, it's the same thing. And these people are getting denied access to their money. But it's your irresponsible, drunken relative that we're giving the money to. And they don't care about us. And just when you think it's okay, they start to have more problems right now. So be very leery of this. Be very leery of where you put your money right now. Have multiple bank accounts. Now, for somebody that's 92 years old, you've got to have a little bit of money outside the banking system just to protect yourself. And that brings up another thing is, I've had one guy write me, hey, listen, you know, you talk a good game, but you never tell us where, to, where you put your gold and where you put your silver. Oh, yeah, let me tell you where that's at, you fool. Anyways, two things. Uh, number one, you need to have your assets protected wherever they're at, okay? If you don't own any type of safe or anything like that, you need to have that. That needs to be fireproof. Now, I used to think, oh, that's all you need. And then I had uh, breakfast one day with the economic ninja, who's a firefighter, by the way, the real deal. Dan, you know how many houses I've been to that the, the house has been leveled and those fireproof safes are gone? Really? Oh, yeah, Dan. Or my favorite is when they pull up to the house and Travis, because he's social. Hey, Travis, go talk to the uh, homeowner. Listen, you got to get to the den. You got to get to the, the middle room. Oh, that place is ablaze right now, sir. And the cash is gone. Or they get the safe and save the safe. And it's so damaged from the water and everything that it's gone, 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 gone. Okay. So protect yourself. Have cash outside the house. Okay. But have a safe spot. Have a, hmm, you know, maybe a vault or something that you could go get and put your money into and assets into that you can go walk into that maybe it's got a guard or something like that. That would be a good thing to get. But to sit there and say that, uh, I'm going to tell you, eh, mine's in the third bedroom. Under the left mattress is where I keep the cash, okay? Yeah, go there. Protect yourself, okay? And have a plan right now because these people don't care about us. These people are not our friends. The bank is not your friend. Have multiple bank accounts. I saw when I started this channel and we were dealing with alternative banking, you had people that were having money problems, okay? Just because... COVID had shut their business off. So they got things like uh, PPP loans and EIDL loans. And these people went out and, uh, you know, like put it into Chime and different independent banks. And Chime says, whoa, wait a second. You just got $12,000. Uh, this is a suspicious deposit for you. Some of these people never got their money. Never. The banks held it. Okay. Now, communication, have a relationship with your bank. Talk to your bank. Go introduce yourself. I love the people that go and ask questions. Hey, what's the financial condition of your bank and your credit union? You can ask that. But once again, I had a relative that laid out, you know, a super smart guy. 
okay? Professor, let's just put it that way. This guy was like, wow, I never thought about it that way. Well, what would happen if everything went down and half of what I'm saying, let's say 10% of what I'm saying goes down and uh, your kids need stuff because they're going to turn to you. What are you going to do? Oh, wow, I never thought of it that way, okay? Well, he's thinking about it that way now and he's going to protect himself and he's going to make sure that he has cash on hand. And again, when you have cash on hand, don't go get five grand in $100 bills. Break it down a little bit. Let's say that the banks and everything was closed for 10 days. How would you pay for a meal? Give them a $100 bill? I'm sorry, so I don't change. Thank you for the cheeseburger for $100. Okay? Protect yourself, guys. And yes, I say okay a lot. If you guys are drinking, you've had nine drinks already. Now think about this, because the absurdity doesn't end when it comes to money and our economy and everything. There are 24 states right now that are testing $200 million worth of UBI, universal basic income. 24 states. There's such a large number. I mean, I could read them to you, but uh, Alabama, Arizona, Colorado, Florida, uh, Georgia, you know, on and on and on. Okay. Just South Carolina, Texas, Virginia. Uh, Washington. It's just, it's, a, it's absurd, guys. The idea of rewarding people to do nothing is going to destroy the world. You're going to have a much bigger disparity of rich and poor. It's just going to happen. But it's really weird. People are, you know, with no incentive to make more money, people will sit there and go, okay, I get $1,000 a month. Can I live on $1,000 a month? And you can sit around and most of us will say, no, you can't do anything with $1,000. But there are people that are trying to do that right now. So that's happening, guys, left and right, that they're trying to add all this money. But this is going to only get worse because this is being given out to people right now. And, you know, I did a lot of grant uh, proposals and grant help and help people get money to save their businesses and to get people through the health crisis. And a lot of these people really thrived as a result of this. But man, oh man, it's like this little sitting area I found. It's kind of cool. Man, oh man, is it just, you know, you, you either use money as a tool. You sit there and say, okay, this is going to propel this place to the next level, or it's not going to do that. It's just going to be something that we're just going to use to get by and spend and, and squander. And that's what most people did with that money. That's the problem. Now, the people with the EIDL loans that have a 30-year payment, they're doomed. They're absolutely doomed. Now, when you hear about storms and we hear about storms off the uh, East Coast and they're coming and they're, they're a tropical storm and if they turn into a hurricane, we have a tropical storm right now off Cabo San Lucas right now, a couple hundred miles off Cabo San Lucas. But here's the thing. Wednesday of this week, they're anticipating that this storm's going to turn towards land and it could turn towards California. And right now, the winds of this storm are 70 miles an hour. If it stepped up, wouldn't it be wild if Southern California got hit with a hurricane? Okay, it'd be storm watch. I would do it live for you. Be at the beach. Be crazy. So, you know, when does it end, guys? It's always craziness. Always something going on. But, you know, more storms. Now, there is a restaurant in L.A., and we've seen this in the past, where they're starting to charge people for different fees. 
my favorite rate lately is insurance for our employees, 4%. So, you know, you spend 100 bucks and they're going to put $4 in the bill. No, pass, get your own insurance. All these restaurants that I've gone into that know me, that, you know, in the last one, I was at the Grove and one of the waiters recognized me. He goes, do not use my name, but you have to look at this and you have to help us with this because people get furious because what happens is people see this on the bill at the end. There's no sign. There's nothing. You go and you pay your check. And at the, at the end of the check, it's like, what is this insurance fee? So they don't tip. The restaurant gets paid and people go out fuming and they blame the waiter for this. So don't blame the waiter. Blame the owner. And people have complained and the waiter said, you know, they complain and they'll take it off the bill. But this is the problem with it is most people, if you start to look at a bill and it's $68 or, you know, 59 60 59, you know what I mean? It's like, if it's just a few bucks more, most people don't pay attention to it. And yeah, I got the math wrong on that. So that's what we're seeing more and more of right now is that people don't complain or they complain and they uh, blame the wait staff. But the article that was sent to me, which is why I'm talking about this, hey, here's how you can save on your health insurance from Yahoo Finance. And I'm like, you know, you degenerates at Yahoo Finance, instead of sitting there saying, this is criminal what these uh, restaurants are doing, because I want to see proof now, because what's going to happen is that somebody's going to sit there and say, I want to see that you use this towards uh, the insurance. Because you know it just goes in their pockets. But here's how you save money on health insurance. Here's how you get free health insurance. And once again, it's like, hey, if you're dead broke and you're destitute, you can get health insurance. Wrong. That's the wrong plan. You got a waiter who's working his brains out. You know, my son, it's really funny as I as I talk to him about, you know, working and working in restaurants and how, you know, I'll pick up a shift. I'll do anything I can to end to work as much as possible. Now that it's summer and he's got no school for a month, he's like, man, if I could work 20 hours in a day, I would do it. Why not? Why not do it? But again, if somebody did stuff like this, I asked him about that. Oh, they don't do that there. People would freak out. People always scrutinize the bills. I bet they do. So, Look at this, but ask for it and ask for it to be refunded as well. He just got himself something. Years ago, I had a business that dealt with Sam's Club and I had to go back and deal with Walmart corporate. And for those of you that have been to Walmart corporate, it is in Bentonville, Arkansas. There is no airport to Bentonville, Arkansas. You have to fly into Fayetteville. And from Southern California, you don't get a direct flight. You usually fly into Dallas, and then Dallas flies into uh, Fayetteville. One time, flew there, and we were stuck in Dallas on an American Airlines flight for four hours. And they were doing something, you know, there was something hydraulic that had to be fixed. Now, people were freaking out. People in my group were upset. And I said, guys, you want to be up in the air and with them not fixing this? Let them just fix it. Now, the thing that was ridiculous was the fact that they would not let us off the plane during that time. Had to sit there and stay in the plane and they wouldn't give us anything to eat or drink. And man, oh man, I was furious about this. I was calm, but I was furious. And I vowed I'm never going to have this experience again. Well, there's an article below about a woman who was stuck in a United Airlines flight for seven hours and people were flipping out and upset. But I'm telling you guys this, I don't care if I fly to Las Vegas 
and it's a 37 minute flight. I pack snacks. I pack drinks. When I go to the airport, I bring whatever I can because I'm going to assume that I'm going to be stuck on that plane. Something's going to happen. Now I've had people laugh at me and, oh, Mr. Paranoid, he's got his snacks. Dan, I don't eat chips, Dan. I don't, I don't eat pretzels. I don't eat protein bars. Uh, you want to bet if you get stuck, you would eat hay. You'd eat the seat cushion if you could. You would suck the sweat out of a seat cushion because it tastes good. Okay. That's what you would do. Trust me. I've seen people so desperate for it as I'm just sitting back, you know, and again, I recently had a, had an hour delay. Eh, okay. Have a nice day. Okay. I had waters. I had drinks. I was protected and you should too. Plan on travel, guys. Plan on travel. Look at Neil McCoy Ward. Him and his, again, his beautiful wife got robbed the first day of their holiday. And uh, look at this bird ready to stalk. And uh, absolutely devastating. You need to plan on what do you do if that happens? What do you do if you get stuck someplace? And nobody wants to have these conversations. No one wants to deal with that, but you have to. One thing about the Central Park up here is they have concerts in the park. Isn't this cool, guys? Look at this inflatable stage that they just set up for the band to play in. Isn't that cool? This lake gets an algae that blows on it and then grows on it. It's kind of cool this time of the year when you get to see that. It's funny. I don't have a gold sponsor today, but uh, the second quarter results of Central Bank buying gold is up an absolute ton right now. Think about this. Turkey, the country, sold a ton of their gold, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of ounces of gold, but there was 387 tons purchased in the second quarter alone by central banks. And uh, it was down 2% from a year ago, but that's still an absolute ton. And it wouldn't have been down if Turkey wouldn't have unloaded everything because they're having um, financial problems, issues. Okay, there's that. Elon Musk steps forward, and I didn't hear this one until I heard the story debunking it, but he's saying, listen, I want to make it clear. We're not going to have an X token. There's not going to be a cryptocurrency for Twitter or for X anytime soon. There's all this talk out there about how this is the big change, and you're going to see um, all of this. Look at this bird just sitting there stalking its prey. But that's not going to happen. So, you know, it's very interesting how cryptocurrencies were a joke and now they're kind of mainstream, but you're going to see there's so much talk about different states having their own cryptocurrencies and different uh, municipalities having that, different businesses having it. But X, Twitter, Elon Musk says they're not. And there's still talk about the fight between, uh, uh, you know, Elon and Marky Mark. We'll see if that goes down or not. And uh, I mean, fascinating. Now, the other thing is Zoom. Zoom, you know, the platform that we all use to have meetings and things like that, uh, made a huge amount of money uh, in 2020 and 2021. And during their peak, man, oh man, their stock shot up a ton. I remember one night in after hours trading when they announced their numbers that the stock had actually gone up $100 in a day. And that was crazy, guys. If you had options on that, make yourself tens of thousands of dollars, you know, before the market even opened. It was absolutely crazy. But how times have changed right now because Zoom is telling their workers to come back to the office 
and they have to work at least two days a week inside the office if you work within 50 hours of the office. So I know so many people that have written me that got jobs like this. And oh my gosh, I'm moving. I know people that moved to different states here from California, Tennessee. Oh, I always want to live in Nashville, Dan. That's where we live now. And uh, the company calls them back in. How about that? What do you do then? So it's interesting how times have changed with Zoom. And Zoom's not doing as well as it did before. And uh, again, having issues like that. There's going to be competitors to Zoom. We're going to see more and more of this. But uh, share your thoughts on this and, uh, and let me know, guys. Because I, I think that uh, um, the get-back-to-work model, you're going to see more and more of that. I'm going to finish this video with these last few stories. And uh, you guys remember when Robinhood, the app came out, stock trading app, everybody made a fortune. It was going to be fantastic. Well, Google jumped on board. Google made a ton of money. And uh, they owned millions of shares of this company. And uh, they just dumped 90% of their stock. And they just have, you know, a few hundred thousand shares left of Robinhood. So fascinating. They're done with it as far as they're concerned. Great story out of Australia that there are jobs that are $150,000 a year jobs. And they can't get people to fill these jobs. One thing that was fascinating to me was I met uh, the financial prepper, and he came out and told me how when he left high school and he couldn't afford college, he looked at what he could do to make money, and welding was the best thing. Now the guy runs a very successful company. He's owned a bunch of houses, just a really successful guy, but it was manual labor. And guess what? He's got no student loan debt. Oh, and by the way, he has no degree either. These jobs are $150,000 in the mining space. The point is, is that if you just think of this as Australia, there are jobs out there that people can do that pay really well and they cannot get people to fill those jobs. Absolutely crazy. So final, final story. And this one, I'm going to, you know, I bet you this happens a lot more than we think it does. Wendy's restaurant. We've all been there. Okay. Just outside of uh, Philadelphia, a woman in Pennsylvania, she's a manager, for, former manager at Wendy's. She created a fake employee. Her name was Linda Johnson. Linda Johnson created William Bright. William Bright was the greatest employee that ever worked at that restaurant. He did almost 200 shifts, showed up on time, clocked in on time, clocked out on time, and was there for every single shift. Only problem was he did not exist. And what Miss Johnson did was she went out and she had this guy's checks deposited into her cash app account. They did an, an accounting and figured out that she did this. Isn't that wild, guys? Think about that. This woman invents a guy, okay? And I'll bet that this happens all the time. We just heard about a municipality, you know, collecting tax receipts that were paying child support and buying stuff on Amazon. You don't think people are doing this left and right? You know, think about the restaurants. My son works at a restaurant. How many people work there? Oh, almost 200. You know what I mean? Not that they're doing that there, but think about this. If you had a Wendy's that has high turnover, William Bright was the employee of the month. Okay, guy showed up all the time to the tune of $20,000. So she's in real trouble. She's going to get uh, uh, charged with a bunch of different stuff. But read that story below. But I bet that this happens a lot more than we think it does. So please don't forget to hit the like button. Please subscribe to the channel. Guys, sign up for the email address. You know, use the link below and get part of that. And uh, emails are going out this week. 
So uh, onward and upward, guys. I will see you very soon. If you want to get a hold of me, hello at iallegedly.com. I'll see you guys real soon.